I'm Scott Abraham from ABC7 in Washington, D.C. You know who it is. Travis Thomas Experience. This is Eric Edholm of Yahoo Sports. This is Mitch Tischler. This is Al Galdi, and you're listening to The Big Douglas Show. All right, this is The Big Douglas Show, and my special guest today is Michael Haas. Mike, how are you? Living the dream. How y'all doing? Doing good. Glad to have you on. You know what time it is. 53-man projections and cutdowns are coming very soon. That's what we're here to talk about. So let's get into it. Let's start with the most important position on the field, the quarterback. How many uh, are you keeping on your final 53? We have to keep three. Um, just from everything that's happened the last few years, and I'm not the one that likes to look backwards, but, you know, Heineke doesn't have the, the best health, you know, um, background. So you got to keep three. Um, plus, Kyle, Kyle Allen already knows the system. So it's it's not like you're, you have to pick up somebody from the street like we did with um, Sanchez and, <laughs> and that whole crew. The list goes on. Yeah, uh, the I, list goes on. <laughs> that's right. Now, I'm with you. Um, I have Fitzpatrick, Heineke, and Allen on mine, although I would think that either Allen or Heineke can get to the practice squad uh, and clear waivers I have a feeling that they're not as high league-wide as maybe they are here in the district. Uh, so I thought about going with two. I'm with you. Uh, three seems like the way to go. Uh, I assume you have Fitzpatrick starting. Absolutely. No question. Fat, like When you were talking about Fitzpatrick not being just a one-year thing, I don't think he's a one-year thing. I think that it's all up to him and his performance. But if he can get one good year it doesn't have to be special just one good year 17 games in a playoff game oh he'll be here next year and even if we drive somebody he will be here next year I completely agree with you you're right uh if you watch this or listen to the show you know I've been on that I think if he plays anywhere near respectable how he was in Miami last year he'll put up enough numbers to keep him here for at least another year to your point maybe draft a quarterback one more year fits boom you're in there I love it. Yep. Uh, next, let's move to the running backs. This is an interesting one for a lot of people. I've yeah. got three on my final 53. What say you? Tres, Sanchez. Tres. All right. Here we go. I love it. <laughs> now, who's the third running back? Jared Patterson. No doubt. Even though, even though he had a couple drops there, when I was looking back over the, the last game, which I, made me sick to my stomach just watching, um, before I even go there, let me tell you what Ron did to me. You know, he, he was talking about having the starters come in and playing the last game. And then he left me feeling so vulnerable and he asserted his dominance over me while he just said, oh, I'm going to have AGG start <laughs> and all five of our receivers that we knew that were locks, not playing. Uh, when you're down to every, I was so shocked because I worked all day that day. I didn't get off until like 11 p.m. I heard no news. And I said, record on YouTube TV. And I was like, what? Huh? I was, I, was, I felt bamboozled and vulnerable. It, it was, it left you feel, I appreciate that. It was an interesting strategy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I assume he knew who the, his starters were already and needed to see a lot of work out of the guys that 
probably were on the bubble. It surprised me, unlike you. I kind of thought that maybe they'd get at least a quarter, particularly since the first-team offense really hadn't moved the ball that well. Well, yeah. they actually moved the ball quite well, racked up yardage. They just didn't score very many points. Yeah. Uh, back to the running backs. I'm with you. I think Patterson makes it, and not just because he's one of these you know, preseason hype guys everybody falls in love with. The kid can run the football, and he's really the only pure running back on the roster as the other two guys were converted by receivers. Uh, and I also think that, uh, and I'll say this a couple of times before this episode ends, Patterson's one of those guys that I think if he hits waivers, won't make it. Yeah. I think if Peyton Barber clears waivers, it can hit your practice squad. The new practice squad rules allow guys with that much seniority and invested years to sit, to go to the practice squad. So I'm with you, three running backs. I don't think you need the fourth because I, I think the guy that they want is Peyton Barber and he can make the, you know, clearing waivers on the practice squad. It also leaves them room to go out and get somebody if somebody gets cut from another team that they really like. Yep. And there's always going to be uh, great running backs that are cut. And I'm not talking elite running backs, but there's going to be backs that are cut just for the numbers game. And everyone knows that if something were to happen, the, the easiest transition for anybody to come off the street would be running back. It's Correct. the easiest transition. Correct. I agree. Uh, how many tight ends do you have on your final 53? Three. We are simpatico again. Uh, Thomas, <laughs> Thomas Bates, uh, and who's the third tight end? I, I, I got to go with Reyes. And everyone wants to talk about the Ricky Seals Jones, and he has the experience, and yeah, he, he has that. But after watching the film, he was missing blocks left and right. Uh, he he did better than Hemingway, but and he's he's better at getting open in, in routes. But Reyes, he has something special, and it's not there. It's not there yet. But the coaches see that, and the coaches see they see his violence at the point of attack. They see him 30, 45 minutes after practice working on his game. You don't see Hemingway doing that. You don't see Ricky Seals-Jones doing that. Well, and Seals-Jones is another one of these guys that, I again, I think clears waivers and yep. get on the practice squad. I mean, that is a that is a uh, a wide receiver at Texas A&M that basically is a shift tight end now. To your point about yep. the blocking, he ain't it. So <laughs> I, would, ain't it. I would rather and, – and the coaching staff has kind of done this, right? They find lumps of clay – and just feel like they're smart enough coaching-wise, technique-wise, to get these guys where they need to be. You can't teach a guy to be 6'5", 250 with a 42-inch vertical. No, <laughs> no, not at all. How to run routes and how to, to catch footballs. So yeah. I'm with you. I don't think Reyes – again, maybe maybe we're homers, but I don't think Reyes makes it through waivers to hit the practice squad, which is why no. I would be on my final 53. No, I mean, he, like – he wasn't going to get drafted. I mean, he was a basketball player. But there were a lot of teams that were rumored to be interested in him and watching his workout. Yes. Uh, and it's nice. He chose Washington on purpose. Mm -hmm. And I would have to imagine it's because somebody said to him, hey, listen, Pete Hunt, uh, Hunter, the tight ends coach there, is the real deal. And uh, if they want you, you know, go look at Logan Thomas. Yep. All right, I think we've come to what has been the most debated position throughout the, uh, you know, Washington football team universe. 
It's wide receiver. I have spent so much time talking on about this. It makes me crazy. And, and just to end up at a point that was probably so predictable. So let's start here. How many wide receivers do you have on your final 53? I wanted to say six. I wanted to say six. But I feel like we have to say seven because of AGG. Because AGG has shown some sort of life, we, you have to keep him as number six. Like Cam's a lot. Let's go through them. I'm with you. I've got seven. I went seven, even though I assumed I'd go six the whole time. Yeah. Uh, McLaurin, Samuels, Browns, Cam Sims, I think are all locks. Yeah. I have been on record saying it would not surprise me if Humphreys gets cut simply because he is a slot only guy. On this 53, I really kind of went with what I think they'll do, not what I would do. I have Humphreys on the list. I assume you have Humphreys on the list. I do. Yeah. I have Humphreys I, because, um, the, like I said, the telltale sign is who was not playing this last preseason game. Humphreys wasn't playing. Correct. Neither was Cam Sims. No. Yeah. They want they they have them on that that roster. If they really I, had a battle, if they had a battle between him and, and Dax Mill, then Adam Humphreys would have played. Well, you brought up Mill, and I still have Mill making the final 53. I do too. Okay. And then it, sound, it sounds like you have AGG making the final 53, whereas I have Carter making the final 53 for his punt returning capabilities. I wanted to have Carter as my seventh, right? And I was thinking, you know, both Carter and Milne, they could clear waivers. The only thing that I worry about with Milne is what if Zach Wilson, who who was doing very good in New York, says, that's my guy, bro. Right. Get him. Yes. But that's the only team out of 31 teams that's not yeah. Washington that would that would pick him up. Carter is interesting because you see the traits, you see his vision as a um, specifically as a carrier and going to return. But in all reality, Dax Milne has the best hands. And what hurt us last year was five, five fumbles on, on returns. Like five, four of them were from, were from Stephen Sims, right? The one was from Isaiah Wright. But five, had had we just secured that, we could have been in a lot of a lot better position going forward. Yep. We could have won two games, two. The uh, the other thing I'll say about Carter and AGG, I, I tried, I I searched for it desperately, couldn't find it. There was a report that a guy that covered the Bills put out, and I, and I used the Bills a lot because. Ron Rivera has specifically said that they have kind of used the rebuild up there to take notes on what they're doing here. And I want to say they've only, the bills have only not kept like three players since being got there that they drafted onto their final 53. Yeah. So to me, that, that, that speaks something. And, and it's why I wonder if Carter, maybe they're just not that concerned to your point. Milne can do the punt returning. I guess Humphreys has done it as well. So AGG on the final may be more practical just because they drafted them. Yeah. And, and it would seem like they'd like to keep the guys that they drafted. I mean, why wouldn't you? 
Yeah. Okay, so so far we're right on the numbers. Uh, let's the uh, finish up the offense with the offensive line. Uh, how many offensive linemen did you nine, have? Nine, nine, and I I would go for ten. And I've been catching some heat and going through hell uh, for uh, on Twitter because it is because I want to be on record to say David Sharp is the most unathletic player in the NFL. He's literally in the one percent almost every athletic category. He's absolutely atrocious. And he's good in a power scheme. That one time, that one positive year he had graded for the Raiders, think about that Raiders offensive line. Everyone was 330, and Gruden right. was doing a power run scheme, right, where he didn't have to go laterally. <laughs> David Sharp is, is a liability, and a lot of people want that extra the tackle, but I have made it my point to show people on Twitter that uh, Sadiq Charles has played exceedingly well at tackle, even though he's had four errors and one loss. Because in those, in those games, you also see how fluid he is as a lateral mover, how he gets to the next uh, step to the linebackers to block going forward. And then when he does anchor and he has his hands up high, how he keeps defenders from getting to the uh, to the to whoever was it Heineke or Allen. Yep. So you see the upside with Sadiq, and you know that he can play just like Ron said, four out of the five positions: position flex and speed. Yep. That is the emphasis. So securely right tackle number two at the moment. Right tackle number two. He's also outside of also left tackle number three. I mean, because yes, 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 he is. Yeah, he can he's right guard number two he's well i would say right guard number three left tackle number three but right tackle number two yes so i've got i've got leno cosme lucas uh let's see here's the start leno cosme flowers Scherf, and um and Ruye. uh yeah. i've also i've also got uh you got lucas and charles making the team obviously schweitzer makes the team the ninth one for me actually was Sharp because I think they like him. I'm assuming it's not your ninth. Who is your ninth? Mine is Larson. Uh, and uh, okay. I'm not right. big on Larson, but he's he's a center. You need to have somebody else to play center, right? Um, and I'm not big on Larson, but I've just been extremely disappointed in Ismail. Me too. So, like, and, I've been and they are too because they were high on them. We had Matthew yeah, Kirk been... on last year before the season ended and before they had extended Ruye, and they really thought maybe they weren't going to extend Ruye because Ishmael yeah. you know, could have got right in there. I'm with you on that one. It's a shocker. Yeah. So, and you needed a backup center. So, I, I would go with because that's just how important the center position is. It's like yeah. he's calling out what he's seeing, just how the mic is calling out what they're seeing. And like I, like I said, like, I like, I don't like David Sharp. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. I, like, if he was, if he had, he doesn't fit the position flex. He doesn't have any type of speed. And if you look at Cosme, you look at even Leno. Leno has a lateral quickness that is pretty, like, the 75 percentile for his position. I mean, literally, David, yeah. Sharp, as a matter of fact, I'll show you. I mean, I'm going to read I'm going to read it real fast. Let me, I'm going to tell you this just because I, yeah, I kept noting. 
I kept yeah. note of it. I was so disappointed. So like, forty like yard dash. Okay, go ahead. No, no, forty yard dash is five point four four. That's thirteen percent out of a hundred. Thirteen percent, and that's out of his position. Out of his position. Right. And then uh, speed score is seventy eight point three. Right. You normally you see like for offensive linemen like the nineties or something. Seventy eight point three. That's thirtieth. Um, burst, which is how fast you get off the line, right? Is 83.4. That is the bottom 1% in the entire NFL on offensive linemen alone. So good. And then just, he has I bench press. Yeah, I'm saying bench press. He's 343 pounds. How many times do you think he bench pressed? What hope over 20? 19. 19. And I get it. You have long arms. It's harder to do it with long arms, but no, come good. on, bro. Come on, bro. Well, like, I like it. I got Sharp out then and I and Larson. You know, the nice thing about Rulia is he doesn't miss games. I mean, I've not missed very many games at all. All right. Let's get to the defense. I, we were pretty close. And I, and I think that that's, I really think that's what the roster will kind of look like. Yeah. Uh, it may, maybe not Reyes. Maybe it's, um, I'm a sharp hater, so just just like I I, I know who I am. We've all got guys hater. we love, and we've all got guys we hate. <laughs> out about that. All right, let's get over to the defense. I've got nine D linemen making the team. Okay, I've been back and forth with this, so I I think I stuck with nine too, um, which kind of I I have to go with nine. Like I have to go with nine just because I think that James Smith-Williams is versatile. He's, I feel like he can play inner D-line as well, even though he's extremely athletic. I feel like he could be that. We already know that the D-tackles, there are like four. There's, there's, there's four. The issue comes with me, Shaka Tony. I loved him as a prospect. Like when I yeah. was evaluating players, yeah. I loved him as a prospect. And I said, you know what? I think he could fit Ryan Anderson's old role perfectly, like perfectly. Yep. But I don't think this defense is going that direction. So I don't think they're going to have that role that they made specifically for Ryan Anderson. I don't think they're going to have that this year. Like, I agree. So, and I think they're going to kick Jonathan Allen out to end a bunch more this year. That would be interesting because he can do it. Yes. I have I have young sweat, James Smith Williams, Two Hill, Alan Payne, Ionitis, Settle, and I have Baba making the team. Ooh. I think they like him. Now I like him he doesn't too. he doesn't count against their practice squad because he's an international player. Yes. So technically that's a spot he could go and you wouldn't have to worry about. It. I actually have in my notes at the bottom of the page. Barber overbought a question mark. So, I mean, that might be a, where you take one out and be able to add one in, or Bonnie goes to the practice squad after the 53 if someone's released somewhere else that you like. But that's Bada that, would, that, would be protected, though, right? Because of the international rules. That's what I thought. I believe, I believe so. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Well, I don't so, know how the protection works because if that's the case, then it ought to work for Reyes, too. Is he, or is he not part of the international program? I don't think he was part of the international program because he played uh, college basketball in the States. Okay. All right. You get what I'm saying? Like, I think, I, I think uh, Bob is like from Germany, like in Germany and it was, right. they were kind of bringing it up. That's yeah. what I thought. I've got to look into that. Cause I'm not quite sure. 
Uh, but that, that feels like the right way to go on that D-line. The, the, the most concerning position group to me might be these linebackers. Yeah. I've got I've got five making the team, yeah. and I'm not thoroughly excited about the depth there. I got five, too. Uh, my D-linemen were different from yours. Okay, um, let's have my bad. But I, I have Chase, of course. You have Sweat, of course. You have Allen, Payne, Ironitis, Settle, of course. Yeah. Right. But then behind that, I have James Smith Williams. I have I like William Bradley King. And I have Casey Tuhill. Tuhill. Okay. Um, okay. And the reason why I do that because I feel that Jason uh, Jay, uh, Smith Williams is so uh, versatile that he could be uh, a D tackle as well. He's a little more sturdy and stout in the frame. Yep. So and I well, like to wait. He's down weight this year. Okay, wow. So, so he I mean, played. You know, he played, and I'm sure you already know this because I know you, yeah. you know your stuff. But he, yeah. when when he was at end at NC State, they were playing him out of position. Then he got that oh, yeah. injury, and they said he was about 20 pounds heavier last year than where he should yeah. be, which is why yeah. he got all the D tackle work. So yeah, and I, I, he's down like to 280 now, something like that. But see, even 280 is a great uh, – can be a great thing for a defensive tackle. I think they'll move him. I think they'll move him. I, I think he's in for a big year, like a uh, like a yeah. settled type year this year, you know, oh, five yeah. sacks. Yeah, yeah. Five sacks. He's going to have a lot, a lot more so. opportunities. Okay. Uh, and I like Bradley King. I like both of the, uh, the, the edge defenders that they drafted this year. I think both of them probably could get to the practice squad. Although neither either one of them making the team would not surprise me uh, nor upset me. Yeah. What What do your linebackers look like? You said you've got five. I've got five. Davis, Holcomb, Bostic, I think, are locks. Uh, then I have Hudson, who I think is a lock. Although Kalik has not played nearly as well this preseason as I had hoped that he would. I really had thought big things for him. He did look a little bit better. Uh, like, because he – I felt like – the first preseason game, he was kind of like he didn't do for how fast and athletic he is and how much of a hitter he is. He seemed a little hesitant. Um, but of all the things that happened the last couple games, specifically last last game, which I, I don't even want to talk about, he looked pretty solid. Like in coverage, there was a pass breakup that he had that I, I was looking at it like I said, oh, my God, please, Huntley, not again. And. And he ended up breaking up that ball, and it was all pure athleticism. So I think what he – I think he's a lot. They like yeah. him. I like him. Um, and I think there's a lot of potential in him. The last one I have is uh, Mayo. Um, I did too. Yeah, I did Mayo. Too. I think it's he self-explanatory. Just, go, look at, yeah. go look at the rest of the linebackers. You'd be <laughs> hard-pressed not to put Mayo in there. Yeah. Like, got yeah Mayo I, by default. Yeah, by the by default, yes, by default. Jesus. All right, I've got, I've got, and I'm telling you that that linebacker depth is really the only thing that scares me about this roster. The 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 depth overall is kind of what lets you know, reminds you that this team really is still rebuilding. I've yeah. said this before. I think the the starting eleven on each side can compete with any starting eleven in the league. Anybody? I believe that. I don't think that's hyperbole, but. When you start getting to the depth, it, yeah. uh, in some of these position groups, it's shaky. All right, I've got six cornerbacks making the team. What about you? 
I got six, and that's because they refused to get uh, get rid of Appy. So, so right. there's going to be six. They're going to refuse to give it to Appy. So there's going to be six. And McTire is going to be five. The other four oh. were already locked in. Jimmy and um, William Jackson, Fuller, and Ben St. Jude. So that's, that's yeah. And, and I'm with you. McTire, Moreland, and Apke round out the group. People are tired of hearing about Apke. But the fact is, they really think he can play corner. Yeah. You can't again, you can't teach a guy four three speed. He yeah. didn't. They had wanted to move him last year, but there was no training camp. So it made it really more difficult. Yeah, they uh, even Jack Aron has come out and said when they made it this year that they had wanted to do it last year. Without a preseason, without training camp, really yeah. much to speak of, they thought better to leave him at safety and, and let him play where he's been playing at. So they I know didn't know he's that got work to go. Yeah. They know yeah. he's got work to do. He knows he's got work to do. And I, but I mean, he plays on every special teams team. Yeah, and he's he's he, he's really good on special teams. And I don't mean like all star level, but I'm talking about how fast he gets down that field. Yeah, like ooh, that's you have and he plays all four phases of it. So like like yes, every every yeah. team, yep. every every part of that special team. So he's a lock. And as much as we all give him grief. You know, like he has looked better being on the outside. Now, I don't think that he will ever be good in the slot no. um, because it's too much open space. But with the athleticism and the speed that he has on the outside, and if he can trust the help inside, then he could, he could, I don't want to say thrive, he could be serviceable outside. I totally agree. I tell you, and again, you just can't stress enough how important having these guys that play all the teams are because, yeah. you know, then you, you need them. I mean, you just got, you've got to have them. Um, yeah. All right. And then at the safety spot, I'm assuming that leaves five left. So you've got five. I've got five. Yeah. Colin, who frankly has looked fantastic. You know, <laughs> if he's anywhere close to New York Giants level, then it's basically like adding another free agent this year. Yeah, because they really didn't get much out of him last year until that very last game, uh, and so I, mean, I had no hope for him. Like I, I had, right. and I noticed this is the craziest thing is like I had lost all hope for him, yep. and I don't know if it was the pessimism of like past free agent burns, but like I was like I said, man, I said I don't know. And then the Achilles, I said he's never going to be the same. And you're right, he's not the same. He's better than he was before. Like he I. Is. The way he's flying around, and I'm not just talking about that one hit. I'm talking about the practice. I'm talking about yep. everything. I was like, I said, okay, all right. He's trying. He's trying to make sure he stays with that contract. That That's right. Got. That's right. Yeah, he he heard the the talkings and, and came back. Uh, I'm just amazed he came back that fast. I mean, I I, yeah. I thought for sure he'd start the uh, the the year on the pup list. I'm uh, sure Cole, about that obviously too. Obviously, is a lock. I uh, think it's interesting that they've got him playing free safety, but hey, they had ever playing free safety for a couple games last year and looked pretty good. Yeah. So we'll trust the staff to to have that right. Uh, I mentioned Everett. I have him making the team. Do you? Yeah, he's special teams captain. And, and again, that, that's why. I, I, do I think he's the greatest safety on the planet? No, you, you know who he is by now. But yeah, yeah. special teams captain is special teams captain. I, I'd be surprised if he didn't make it. Uh, Bobby McCain, I think, was I thought was maybe one of these sneaky cuts. Again, he got rested the other day. I think his position yeah. is a lot. Right? <laughs> yeah, they have a plan. Uh, for him. And and 
I uh, am biased. I am a Reeves believer. I have I like Reeves. So I like I like Reeves, but I don't think here's I really want Reeves to be on this team. And especially because Derek Forrest hasn't shown anything that Reeves has, but Derek Forrest has shown how fast and how aggressive he is. But that fast, explosive, and aggression also came to bite us when he pulled, like, got fooled by the uh, the quarterback doing the, the the bootleg. Yeah. Oh man. Bad rep. But I, since he was a fifth round pick, I'm almost like, I think they need they. The smart thing is to go Reeves, but if they go with that Buffalo style, yes. then they'll go with Forrest. That, so, that's completely fair too. Uh, and I'm trying to look. And you know, it is not necessary to keep all three quarterbacks either. I mean, you could make room for another guy true. if you really wanted to, because again, I don't know that Allen or Heineke, and and frankly, I you know, if you lose one of them, I mean, are you really that set back that far? Like, I mean, you can go find quarterbacks that are familiar with the system. So, uh, I I we won't go backwards because I'm with you. I think they will keep three, but. But just just a remembrance of when you try to shake these rosters out, that these things are going to still be fluid. This, this roster yeah. won't be, even if we got all these right, this won't be what it looks like on opening day. They'll have picked up oh, some no, guys, no. guys around. So uh, that's it. And, of course, we know the um, the special teamers, the uh, kicker, punter, and, and uh, yeah, the cheese man. The cheese man. So, There's a couple interesting things please. regarding the roster. Yep. Um, like the more and more I think about it is we, we tend to put players in this, this like box. Right. And when it comes with uh, Cam Curl in particular, like Cam Curl plays five positions. <laughs> like, yep. like he plays, he even plays outside linebacker. And when I was going over to a film last year, I was like, there were times he was at linebacker. He was at free safety at last year. He was in a boxing safety, Buffalo nickel, big nickel. He was, it's been incredible. And another guy, Logan Thomas, like, I don't think people understand just how well Logan Thomas played and how he, how he's going to fit in this offense because he played wide receiver last year. He played tight end slot, slot wide receiver. He took off some, handoffs and jet sweep, jet sweeps and he even threw the ball <laughs> yeah people will forget that i mean he was a highly touted tight end prospect coming out of high yeah. school virginia tech yeah. didn't have a quarterback and and just said hey we need you to switch and then the rest was history so i mean really he's only been playing tight end again for the last couple of years and yeah. and i can assure you that they see greg olson all over him yeah i see that that i i see you it's it's almost it's scary to think that like the comparisons of like, you know, when Chase Young first came out, they were talking about Julius Peppers. And, yeah. and, and then you think about Logan Thomas, you think about Greg Olson. It's like, man, I think we have hybrid versions of, of things that Ron is already familiar with. I think Chase Young could be all time great. Yep. And, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a homer. Um, I'm saying that because of film. and. I look at things, you know, he could have had 13 sacks last year. Like he could have had it. Sure. It was, yeah. they were, they were this close. 
Well, he's for a close. large chunk of that season, he wasn't fully healthy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Go go run a race car without the right wheels on. <laughs> <It's not laughs> the same. Yeah. Mike, we wrap all these for the season starts. I'm curious what uh, what makes a good season for you this year. I would say playoff win. Like, uh, playoffs is not yeah. – getting to the playoffs is not good enough. Like, it's a playoff win. And building off last year, I watching New York Giants play makes me mad um, because they're our weakness. And they're our weakness for a, a reason. Because all their passing game is horizontal and five yards and below. RB, flats. You have tight end drags. You have um, RB and tight end screens. And then you have comebacks and hitches from the wide receivers or they want to play quick slants. What that does is three-step drops and run game. Our weakness is our inability to consistently stop the run. We have moments where we're stopping the run and then all of a sudden we're just we're not in gap control that goes with linebackers but, or we over pursue on a defensive line. So they can run the ball. Their, their offensive line is terrible at pass pro. And that's the reason why they're doing all these little horizontal pass because they don't, their offense, they don't trust their offensive line. So why are they going to put five and seven stop five and seven uh, step dropbacks? They're not going to do that to Daniel Jones. So how are we going to get sacks? How are we going to get sacks? We, we have to hit the ball or we have to force them in third and longs. And in order to do that, you have to stop the, oh, three-yard pass here, four-yard run here, three-yard pass here. Because what that, what that leads to is third and twos, third and threes. Right. And that's our biggest hurdle. A lot, a lot of people talk about the, the, the Chargers, and, yeah, that's going to be a tough game. But what we need to do for ourselves and our identity is stomp the living hell out of the New York Giants. I agree with you completely. That's, need that game. Need we need that game. That game. Need that game. How many wins? I I go with eleven. I say I think the floor is nine. I think the yeah. absolute highest ceiling right now is twelve. I, I I'll go with eleven. I think we get ten, but I eleven is if we beat um, Chargers. I love if it. we beat charges, it's 11. Yeah. Mike, this was a lot of fun. Uh, we should have done it earlier. We'll do it again. Tell the people where to find you on Twitter. Oh, at Michael Haas. Uh, I want to say 3587, but at Michael Haas. I'll, I'll have it on there. Uh, <laughs> give the man a follow on Twitter. He's excellent. Excellent. And I mean that. It's been a pleasure. Mike, I appreciate you. All right, man. Big love. Big dub.